Hey, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks podcast. It is 2014. How exciting is that? And we're bringing to you a whole lot of cool things. And finally, in this episode, it's the Richie Knuckles Arcade Culture podcast. And this is pretty interesting. This was a crossover episode between you know, the Lawn Party for Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks podcast and Arcade Culture, which is on twitch.tv slash Richie Knuckles. You can find out there. He does, he streams live in his arcades every Friday. So you go ahead and watch that. And he has two locations actually for his arcade. One location is in Flemington. The address is 299 South Main Street, Flemington, New Jersey. And he just opened one recently in Bridgewater, New Jersey. And the address for that, it is 1321 Prince Rogers Road, Bridgewater, New Jersey. It's a lot of fun. Every Friday he does $10, all you could play. It's absolutely amazing. A lot of fun. So if you love old school arcade games and you just want to play until you can't play no more, if you want to potentially get a record or if you just want to meet some cool people who know way too much about classic video gaming, this is the place for you and you should be talking to these people ASAP because it's just so much fun and I've already been there and I can't wait to go again and again and again because Richie Knuckles, he's just an amazing guy, so friendly. He has a lot of cool things coming out and he's hosting this episode. So you rarely get to hear me talk except for this intro. So if you guys are happy about that, then there we go. Then you're not going to listen to me because I'm not going to really say much unless I make this intro an hour long, which I could probably do, but I'm not going to go ahead and do it. A lot of cool things else that are coming out is that I'm getting a new podcast, but it's not me. It's going to be hosted by Raul and it's called Game ER. And it's basically a podcast where they talk about uh, gaming in general and what's what they think it's wrong and how they could fix it and, and do all that stuff. And it's a lot of cool. Go check that out. I'm going to be posting that up soon in its own you know, webpage and part of Genobi Productions. It's not a part of the Get Off Mountain Geeks podcast. This is a separate, entirely new podcast, Gaming ER and that is with Raul. You can follow him on Twitter at Platinum Spartan and also on Genoi Production. He is also writing a blog. This guy is just doing so much for Genoi Productions and he's really geeking out, but he also has a blog on there, a written blog. It's gonna be Rogue. I'm not too sure yet if they're gonna be fused together and doing all that good stuff. But on my end, um, you know, having we have the end of the year wrap up with the main podcast. So that should be a lot of fun. We are having the Data Advice Girl. She's going to be on next Saturday for live. If you want to have live questions about dating, about nerd dating and in general, about convention dating and finding love and all that stuff, I will be having a professional dating advice person talking to me which is gonna be a lot of fun so please send in your requests and i hope you enjoy this podcast i hope everybody had a a wonderful 2013 that everybody's gonna have an amazing 2014 i know i will i'm just having so much fun with all this and thank you everybody for listening and making this all happened and for the lovely support it's just it's just been a wild and and crazy ride and, and thank you very much so here we go. Here's uh, Richie Knuckles. You can find him at Richie Knuckles Arcade. Follow him on Facebook, on Twitter, his Twitch page. Uh, he's probably streaming while I'm recording this, so just go ahead and watch it. 
classic arcade video games. You cannot go wrong. There's, he brought so many cool guests on this show. The re world record holders for Donkey Kong. We've had other world record holders on the show, so it's just going to be absolutely amazing. And if you love classic arcade video games, this episode will just blow your mind. And I'm hoping we could have a whole separate podcast de dedicated to arcade culture and Richie Knuckles. That would just be absolutely amazing. And hopefully I'm going to sit down with them uh, and talk to them about why they love classic video gaming so much. So thank you very much. And you can follow me personally at Chinobi87 on Twitter. Brandon Nerds, beware. Also on Twitter and Amanda at Star Princess 1988 and of course you could follow Get Off My Lonnie Geeks podcast on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash G-O-M-L-Y-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T and that's the same thing for Twitter and all oh, and Google Plus if you want to follow us there. Leave us a message, it was so much fun. Thank you for uh, Jay Twista for you know, leaving your lovely comments and all that stuff and giving you a shout out and end of the year wrap up will be coming pretty soon i'm going to try and work on it as soon as possible the gaming er that's going to be coming out as soon as possible and thank you very much and also sherlock was awesome i needed to say that because i don't know when i'm going to say it again sherlock holmes the new third season premiere was absolutely insane so thank you very much and, and enjoy the rest of your day and game on I'm going to call, so you guys know, there was a new world record was just set, uh, from what I understand, on a game called Gauntlet. So there's a guy who owns an arcade out in uh, Hanover, PA, and his name is Brandon Spencer, and he's a great guy, and I got to talk to him on the telephone, and... I'd like to introduce him because there's a possibility that he might make a uh, team for the king for the battle of the arcades. Ah, great! So that would be a lot of fun. So let's try calling uh, Brandon Spencer over at Timeline Arcade. Timeline Arcade, everybody. Which is out in Pennsylvania. Twenty-six hundred. Before I dial this. We forgot to do one thing. We're supposed to all scream arcade culture, remember? Oh, yeah. That's all right, right, everybody. All right. Arcade culture! <laughs> we forgot. All right, so here we go. Calling Brandon Spencer. Hanover, PA. Hello, is Brandon there? Yes, this is Brandon. Brandon, it's Richie Knuckles. Hey, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I don't know if you uh, know, but we're live on the show right now. Awesome, awesome. How you guys doing? All right. Everybody's doing good. How's everybody doing in the room? Great. Great. Everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing good. So right. why we're calling Brandon is he has an arcade. What's the name of your arcade, buddy? Uh, Timeline Arcade. Timeline Arcade. It's in Hanover, PA. Yeah, you got it. And Hanover, PA, what is that close to? Is that by Pittsburgh? Uh, we're close to Gettysburg. That's a good landmark for you. We're only like 25 minutes away. I would love for you to share with our viewers and for uh, my, me personally, because I'm going to be heading out there. What are some of the titles you have? What what games do you have? Are you mostly classics? Yeah, we have. Um, you're all playing around here. Uh, we got Punch Out. We've got uh, Kangaroo. We got Gauntlet, as you guys know. Yeah. Uh, Cubert, uh, Space Harrier, Contra, Narc, Final Fight. 
sorts of fury spy hunters, Cuban, uh, uh, space duel, Star Wars. Did he? Say, did you say 129? How many? How many games? Did you say 129? Over 95 games. 95. Over 95. Nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. And then we got we got about 18 pins as well. Oh wow! Well, what are some of the top tier pins that you got? Uh, we've got Swords of Fury, some cool classic 80s games, uh, Space Space Station at 14, and we got some of the newer stuff, some Monopoly, Stern Pinball, Tommy, Whirlwind, Jackpot, Gilligan's Island, Meteor, and some of their older ones. Wow. Good stuff, and a tubin. I had a tubin in the arcade for maybe two days. I brought the tubin yeah. in, and it sold in like two days. Oh, it's such a fun game, people. It's underrated. In fact, I think who was it? Was it the brothers? Uh, 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 Scooty and his brother were going for the world record on tubin. Is yeah. that who it was? Yeah. The Allers. Allers, right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. So tell us, tell us the story about what had happened with the game Gauntlet. And is is is, 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 yeah, is he here? Uh, Russ came in here. He's been a an avid customer here since uh, basically uh, when we were over at the mall, and uh, uh, we started out in the mall, and he loved playing Gauntlet, and I was just amazed at how good he was, and he basically finally said that he wanted to uh, achieve a goal of beating the world record on it, and I said, well, go for it. So basically, uh, what happened was he started there and tried for it, and he died, and got so close to it, so he said, I'm going to give it another shot, and he did, and uh, he exceeded it. Spent 18 and a half hours, almost 19 hours on it, playing it, and uh, stayed awake and did it. And you were okay with keeping your arcade open for it for 18 hours, that's real good of you. Oh, yeah, good yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the biggest thing that, uh, as you guys probably know, and some others know around here, is that he's, uh, he's going to try to shoot for doing 48 hours on the machine, straight. Oh, that's good. We we we're, we're no stranger to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we know what that's like. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of awesome. So. Yeah. Is is he with you? Lots of pizza and lots of drinks and water and everything else you can imagine. So that's his secret pizza. <laughs> that's his secret. It's pizza yeah. stacked it up in piles. See, I like dried squid. <laughs> I, I when I play Cupid for eighty-four hours, I like to eat dried squid. That's what I like. That's it. That's see, George has a lot of weird secrets. <laughs> he drinks this very weird tea. There's a lot of herb, herbal tea. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, the herb, old tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's just awesome, man. I mean, there's just so many people out there, you guys know, and you guys have been, that they just love hitting these records and uh, just got to keep it going, man. And uh, so many other people out there that are just hitting that, that want to hit records. and. If you keep it up, uh, we'll just keep knocking them out. Well, that's why we're here. What we sort of got this show back for was to celebrate what's going on in this community of ours, uh, the arcade community. There are so many new arcades opening up. Uh, yours, like, perfect. I had never heard of the Timeline Arcade until this article. So imagine how many other ones are out there that we could become friends with and become part of a network. Uh, you know, like when we're all bored here, we all get in a car and we drive out to see you guys. Oh, that reminds me. You guys also do something special that I do as well, too. You guys have uh, music shows at your place, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's very cool. Right? That is very cool. The, the, the local heroes out here that are in great bands and getting that music out there as well as the, the video gamers. That is awesome. What is uh, the next show you guys have? Uh, next show is uh, we have on January 5th for the band from Baltimore, this pop-punk band uh, called 
where uh, who is Atlas, and then uh, two uh, local pop punk bands here from uh, the Hanover area. So I played. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. I played our music video for Brandon, and he's instantly said, "Hey, come on and play." Yeah. So I love Brandon. Yeah, yeah, we tried to get him out here for uh, for the fit, but uh, we'll get him out here. We're definitely gonna come out and play. It's just we got to get yeah. everybody together and uh, get out there. Yeah, it'll happen. I'm sure you've seen those uh, posts on your page too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook is an amazing thing for that. It, it helps us all connect in that way. Yeah, and uh, find, finding Timeline Arcade is going to be a lot of fun. So I guess it's going to be a, close to a four-hour ride for me, but I'm coming out there in the next few weeks. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to bring up there to check you guys out yeah, as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out. Support everyone. And you, and you do, you have a super pack there? A super pack? No, you don't have a super pack dedicated, no. Are you a super pack fan? No, no, no but George yeah, next to me is working on it, so we were going to see if maybe he could, uh, tonight, get some tips off of our next caller, and then go out to, to uh, Timeline Arcade and try it out there, but so I don't have a super pack either. I have a board. I'm not against super pack. I just am not a fan of it. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> hey, everybody says that. I'm not a big fan of any pack, but that's just me, and I, you guys can hate me for it. But I'm just not. Just not. Yeah, yeah. I just learned it's one of those. It's just one of those things that somebody loves it. They love it just like Gauntlet. I couldn't spend eighteen and a half hours on that game. It drives my my mind numb. That is true. That is true. We have we have superstars of Pac-Man. That, not to disrespect Pac-Man, because we have uh, a local guy, this guy Sam Miller, That's right. that yeah. recently just broke the Turbo Ms. Pac-Man world record. Yeah. So, so uh, not, just because I'm not a big fan doesn't mean we don't support the Pac. That's right. We he's, definitely support the Pac players. He's on the team. Well, That's well I have Russ here. He wanted to say some words to you. If yeah. you want to speak to him. Yeah, please, uh, please, please All put right, Russell. This, Russ, this is the king this of is, uh, Everybody out there, this is Russell Cool. Yes. What a cool name. Right? <laughs> Russell Cool. Russell Cool, are you on? Hey, yes, I'm here. Yeah, Russell Cool. Call it. John, say, wait a minute. You all right, John? Yeah, good. All right. So tell us, how, was this your first marathon? I guess mini marathon. Yeah. Your first one? Yeah. <laughs> your first one. And, and yeah. were, you, were you like hallucinating? Were you tired? Uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, you, not really. I wasn't really too tired. I was just more sore from uh, playing and everything like that. My wrist kind of got kind of like tired out every so often. So. But you're hungry for more. You're going for 48 now, huh? You're gonna go for 48 hours. Uh, the, the rumor is you're gonna go for a longer game. You're gonna go for the big 48. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was like kind of one of those. I did want to do one of those things, but it's unfortunately it's like. With my work schedule and everything like that, I'm kind of like, oh, I can't do it. Just like, to me, I can do it like Friday, Saturday, and then that's it. Then I have to go to school back to work and stuff like that. So, yeah, but I don't have too much vacation time. But I've kind of been looking at uh, somewhere in uh, June or July. I was talking to Brand about trying to take another crack at it. That's great. Well, we, we, we wish you luck. Can I ask, let me ask you, Russell, let me ask you a question, a, a specific gauntlet question. Uh, so, no, now, you know how to do, uh, to play for 18 hours. If it were a two-player game, is that, it, would it be possible to marathon the gauntlet with two players? Like, say, somebody's the, you know, the, the, uh, 
the you know the it's barbarian and someone's the wizard or something like that. And it's two guys playing for twenty four hours. Is that possible? or Is there not enough food to make that happen? All right, I was asking the uh, <laughs> he George is trying to get some tips for gauntlet off of it. It was like a specific gauntlet question about. Can you marathon gauntlet with two players, do you think? Do you think that's a possibility, or is there not enough food in the game to make that happen? I think two players is possible, hmm. but um, it, it just comes down to how to micromanage it and everything like that. So, like, who's getting lower, he's going to get all the food while this, while the other person's just kind of, like, doing all the lifting while the other guy's kind of like, okay, he's going to get some food, and now he's up pretty good, now we can switch it back around again, he's kind of get right back at it, but I think it is possible, but I, right now, it's like, in my area, I've been like, everybody like, well, everybody like, see, see, and it's like, wow, they're totally blown away at how long it can play, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I, I've played Cubert for three days, so... <laughs> You know, I, I was interested in, 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 I was looking at Gauntlet, I thought that would be a, a, a game to play for a really long time, so I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, interested in it, and I'm glad someone's uh, putting the Gauntlet on the map again. It's really cool. <laughs> we, are, we are planning, and I'm going to have to talk to Brandon about this, we're planning a huge marathon contest again when uh, everybody marathons in the same room. We get all the marathon players together to go for world records and see, you know, just everybody pushes one another. So uh, we'll have to talk to Brandon about that, about getting your, maybe throwing you on a truck and getting you out of here to participate, because there's going to be pretty large cash prizes involved in this contest. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can't turn down cash prizes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we congratulate you on your fantastic game. We got a lot yeah, of calls we got to get to. We just wanted to make sure that we celebrated your achievement. And, yeah, thank uh, you very much. You're welcome, man. It was good to find to finally meet you guys and uh, get to know you better. And uh, we're, we're going to take a trip. What do you guys think? Road trip, Absolutely. guys? Absolutely. Yeah, we're coming Road out. Road trip to Hanover? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for, for taking our phone call and being on the Arcade Culture Show. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You take care of yourself, and we'll be following your, uh, your next game. Okay, cool. Take care, my man. Great work. Yeah, you too. Thank you all. All right, take care. Russell Cool, everybody. Say bye to Brandon for it. So that's pretty crazy, right? That there's an arcade less than four hours away, and we never, with close to, how many games? 100 games. 100 games. And we had never heard of it. So just think how many are out there, like us, that are very similar to what we're doing here. So it's pretty crazy. And, uh, and world records are getting broken. Yep, he did it. Who did he beat? Dwayne Richards, probably, or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm I, I not, am not sure. I'm not, not sure. sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. We have a guy who is going to be here soon. Uh, not today, sorry. Going to be here in the next couple weeks, probably right after the new year. He's going to go for the world record on tag team wrestling. Huh. You know, tag team wrestling is a game that I just brought in, and it's the one that everyone knows for a one, a two, Three! <laughs> like, that one, and you know, it's a pretty funny game, and he's going to be going for the world record on that, so be looking for that soon. We'll be streaming that one as well. All right, so next on our list, Leo Daniels. So you guys may know Leo Daniels from the movie Chasing Ghosts. We know him pretty well because he's been on the show a few times, and we're going to try calling Leo Daniels up right now and see if he's there. He told me on Facebook, Richie, you had better call me. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. He actually, he laid down the gauntlet. But Sitch. Hey. Hey. 
Leo! <laughs> so we're calling Leo Daniels, everybody. Legend. A legend from the golden age. Yeah. Come on, Leo. Hey, Leo Daniels! Yeah. Leo Daniels calling. Hey, they're doing good, doing good. Now you made my night. I didn't know I was famous in North Carolina. Is that where you're? Where, where are you at? North Carolina, right? Yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. See that? I didn't know that I was famous in North Carolina. You know what else? Absolutely. You know what else rhymes with North Carolina? Who else is North Carolina besides, uh... No, no. Oh, my God, what's his name? Oh, oh, he didn't get the joke. <laughs> I said, I said, do you know what rhymes with Carolina? I have no rhymes with Carolina. <laughs> I can't say those words. This is a clean show this year. So, I'll what's say... Finder? <laughs> <laughs> so Leo is, if you guys don't know, you've been under a rock. Leo is from the Life Magazine shoot. He's one of the original superstars of the gaming scene. He had multiple world records, and this is off the top of my head. I know you were the world record holder on Tempest at one time, correct? Right. And uh, Asteroids, you destroyed Asteroids. Yeah, and that was the biggest one. That was the biggest one, and... Uh, uh, many other games I hear that uh, people talk about that, like Billy Mitchell's a good friend of mine, and he always talks about how there wasn't really any game that you weren't good at. So, you definitely have props from the golden age. Uh, what are you doing with yourself now? I haven't spoken to you in probably over a year. At least. What, well, are, you, what are you doing well, I now? I spoke to you. We're about to open up a, a casino down in South Carolina, but unfortunately they changed their laws, so we weren't able to open. Yeah. On top of that, they changed the laws here in North Carolina, and they closed me down. So now all I have is Premier Casting. Premier Casting, and what is that? You, you basically uh, f find actors work, or you, you're like a talent agency? Uh, we do the casting. We cast for commercials, TV shows, movies, whatever they need. Ah, ah. What about me? You think maybe I can get in a commercial? Absolutely. I'm going to try to stick it away to California and filmmaking. Wow. A lot of people don't know that. No, no. No, I, I, I could do a friggin' lot of different commercials. I'd be good for friggin'. I, I, I could do commercials for anything, man. I could sell. I could sell. Well, what the hell if friggin' Morgan Freeman can do it? Why well, can't I? You know? You can figure out all state commercials. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what games are you playing now? I know you're playing uh, You're playing a lot of the new games, too, right? Um, I still play mostly just the arcade games. Like, what, what's... what's I, don't, I don't play I don't play all the online games where you're up all night and losing your wife and your kids and your house and all that stuff. You hit me hard. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. That wasn't the reason why. Uh, so, uh, with, with with the games that you're playing now, what, you, do you have an arcade in your basement? Because most of the people here that are in the room are really, you know, we collect games. We have games in our house. And do you have a do you have your own arcade games? You have your own arcade. No, basically all I have now is the one uh, the one arcade. Yeah, with all the classics in, in one cabinet. Mm-hmm. We got one of those. We got one of those. Are you ever going to come out of retirement and get your ass out here and get a world record? 
You know what? I would really love to uh, love to do that on asteroids. On the um, if I could ever get one to have the four times fast kit that we had in the uh, at the Carolina Beach place at one time, because yeah. man, that, that was hard at first, but once you got out of the rhythm, man, you could just knock it right out. I I was at a at a guy's at an operator and he was selling me a lot of parts which I have some show-and-tell parts but he had two boxes that said asteroid speed-up kit and I bought them mm -hmm. and they weren't cheap and I bought them just with you in mind and then a lot of crap happened and I have no idea where I put them you know when you get kicked, oh, you know when you get kicked out of the house and you gotta throw all your stuff into bins like <laughs> in an hour <laughs> you lose a lot of stuff yeah, so I have no idea what happened to them, but they're around somewhere. One day I'll find them, but I'm sure I'm sure yeah. with the community that we have, we could find somebody that has a asteroid speed up chip that we can get you on and have you play. Yeah, I would love to because I've seen three different kits back in the day when they had them. They had one that progressively got faster. They had another one that would max out after like the fourth board, and then they had the one that I, that I set the record on, and that one was approximately four times the uh, normal speed, and it kicked into that right off the second board. If you, once, once you went into the second board, it was that fast from then on. So if we found one of those, would you be interested in joining us? Because we're doing this contest, I'm putting it together right now, that people from all over the world are going to come in and go for marathon scores. That would really honestly be awesome. All right, I am going to get on it. That's George. Write that down in our little notebook. We yeah. got to get uh, an asteroid with the speed up chip. Right. It's the four times speed up chip. The four times you know, speed up chip. Time, that was the only. Um, that was the only uh, kits that Atari was recognizing because they said it made the game harder. So they recognized it as a record because at that time Atari was the only company that kept their own world records huh. until you know Twin Galaxies got big, but. No other company did it. Atari was the only one. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's great. We're gonna have okay. So so far, let's 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 see. We got Russell Cool right. is gonna go for Gallet, right. and we got the man, Leo Daniels on asteroids. So first two 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 calls. So it's two for two. <laughs> so write that down. George is writing that down. We're gonna get on this. I've been working really hard to put this event together. It's gonna be like an Iron Man challenge again, and everybody's gonna and of course. Uh, Mr. Joel West will be uh, probably front and center, you know, in, in every picture. He's the master of the marathons. He is, he, and he's master of getting girls to pose in pictures with him. Have you ever seen that guy? <laughs> he runs around, he grabs all the girls in the room, he's like, come here, take a picture with me. So, so he's a master of that too. Fo the photo bomb. He's really good at that. Yeah, you know, I've, I've spoken to Joel several times, and we talk on Facebook and all that stuff, but I haven't actually seen him in person since uh chasing ghosts ah you, well he's doing great i'll i'll speak for him he speaks very highly for, of you and he's doing really well he's happy and uh strong and getting ready getting ready for his next big thing which i think his next big thing is going to be going for the 100 hours on frenzy i believe well so i think he's come down to wellington and hang out for a little bit well i'll mention that to him i'm actually taking a trip to tennessee soon so when i do go down to tennessee i'm going to make it a stop to come see you as well. Well, that would be great, man. We got room for you. How far are you? Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. How far are you from Nashville? Ah, <laughs> uh, God, that's a good eight hours. <laughs> are you? But you're north of Nashville, right? 
No, it'd be straight east. We're right on the east coast. Oh, okay. Right, right. above uh, the border of South All right, Carolina. so Nashville, Nashville's more inland then? Yes. Okay. All right, well, I, I got it. If I'm going to be down that way, I've got to stop by and see it because we've never met. You can take I 40. You can take I 40 all the way into Wilmington. All right, well, that's all I have to do. I've been I've been to Wilmington. Did you ever hear the bar called uh, Mars in Wilmington? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my band played Mars. We played that place. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, Bob. Like in 2002, we played there. Yeah, it was a great show too. Place was big. Man, I wish it would have heard. Yeah, well, that was, that was a long time ago, 2002. Yeah, I didn't know you back then. Yeah, we didn't know. I didn't even I forgot. I don't even think I ever heard of Twin Galaxies back then. Yeah, you weren't even famous back then, man. <laughs> that's you funny. come back. That's funny. Mars has changed names like several times. Oh, okay. All right, so that's why. All right, well, thanks for coming on the show well, with hey, us. Well, hey, before, well, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Leo, well, we got George. I was just, Super uh, yeah, I, you know, we knew you were coming on the show, and uh, a bunch of the players, we know you're the, the, hands down, the best Super Pack player around, and while we got you here, I was wondering if you could maybe give us some basic tips, because, I mean, figure you're talking to guys who can't play for an hour yet, you know, I've been working on it, I'm getting my 100, 150,000 points, but I'm just wondering, you know, hearing it from the best, you have any basics, any, you know, like, how should I wrap my head around Pac-Man to try and get myself to an hour? Pac-Man? Super Pac-Man. Pac Pac you talking to the wrong man from no, Pac-Man. Super Pac-Man. Pac I thought Pac-Man was up to the keys, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, he, he messed up. He said he meant Super Pac. Super Pac. Super Pac-Man? Yeah. You don't play that? I don't that great about Super Pac-Man. I haven't played that game in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> see that? People giving you misinformation. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I played Pac-Man. I played Pac Junior Pac-Man. I played Baby Pac-Man Pinball Machine. And then um, I played uh, Pac-Man Plus, huh. and I figured out a pattern on that one where you can run through the goods as long as you sit down the pattern. Huh. All right. Well, well we don't have to talk. I don't know. Can we stop talking about Pac-Man now? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Can we please? Okay, we're done. Are right, we done? Pac-Man. We're all done. Right, all right. No more Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. See, if you're a man, you talk about Tempest. <laughs> yeah. Tempest. Can you give us some temp Tempest tips? <laughs> When's the last time you played, sat down, and played a game of Tempest for real, Leo? Oh, God, that had to be 20 years ago, too. Oh, wow. we got to get you out. All right, we got, we're got we taking you out of retirement. Yeah, because I, I was the one that, um, they were like, how the hell did you get three million points on Tempest? I said, you really wanted that? And I showed them. And that's back where, um, if, you had, if you had the original chipset and had all those different um, bugs in it, you could leave your game with certain numbers at the end, and you could get 43 games. You could get where your score rolled. You could get where you continued on from, like, the, the highest point. I was never really good at Tempest, but I'll tell you what. When you do play it, that's an intense game. That's a man's game. Yeah, that's it a, is. I, I love a, that game. I mean, and back then, the graphics, they had the, you know, and the, the vector graphics, which were, you know, almost 3D back then. Yeah, they're badass. All right, well, you have a great night. I'm sorry to hear about your casino because I was going to come down there and, and play some uh, some blackjack, but we got... Yeah, they were going to have you set up. We're going to have a VIP thing and everything, and man, they, they, they pulled the rug right under me on that one. I'm actually still fighting it in court. Hey, guess what? We're, we've got 69 viewers. 
Of the very number. For Leo Daniels, 69 years. 10 o'clock, man. I told everybody it's 10 o'clock. Well, I, I'm, t I'm sorry we called you early. For some reason, we got confused. Some people saying 9, some people calling saying 10. You know, why did you did you have people that were going to watch? Yeah, I was told 10 o'clock. I, I mean, I don't know whether the mistake happened, but... <laughs> Man, this team of mine... <laughs> I think, it, actually, I think Joel may have, may have posted that. Ah, oh, yeah, you know why? You know why? Joel West is trying to steal some thunder right now. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right, cause, cause I, um, I reposted it I said, this Friday, starting Friday, September 20th, uh, 20 at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And and we started out at 10, and then somebody changed it to 9. But I don't know. You know what? 9, 10, 10, 9. It's all the same. And and we got, and we got 71 people watching, so maybe at 10 o'clock the number will jump up. Now, now all my, uh, now my friends on, on Facebook are going to jump on at 10 Please tell them that I'm gonna I'm gonna relay this question, bounce this question off of my team here. We're going to be able to uh, rewatch this again in the archives. I'm gonna save it so that they can rewatch okay. it. But it's also gonna be as a podcast now, right? So, right. And uh, wh where can they find the podcast? It's gonna be on uh, Get Off Alani Geeks podcast, and this website is JenobiProductions.com. And and he's gonna spell that for you right now. What is it? Jenobi Productions. It's J O N O B I. Productions.com. JenobiProductions.com is going to have a, a podcast of it mm -hmm. on their site. So we'll, we'll okay. write we'll write all this down on Facebook so that everybody can know. But you'll be able to rewatch it later on. So yeah, I just posted on my um, on my Facebook. I posted I posted it's just started nine. So watch your archive. I'll post the link here later. Awesome, awesome. So we're going to start doing a podcast. So you guys know that too. So it'll be podcasted as well as uh, archived. And I think seamlessly. I was told I'll be able to put this right over to uh, YouTube so we could watch it on YouTube as well. Good. Right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. Well, thank you again, Leo, for coming on. Uh, after watching Chasing Ghosts, besides Joel and Ben and you, you guys were you guys made the movie. So it was a great movie because of you guys. And your your part was probably your part was definitely the coolest part. There's no doubt about it. Well, I look forward to you, man. I hope you get out this way. I will. I definitely will. Thank you so much for coming on with us, everybody. Classic gamer extraordinaire, Leo Daniels, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, Leo. Take care, buddy. Appreciate the call, Reggie. Oh, anytime, my friend. Take care. All right, that was a good call. Leo Daniels. Leo effing Daniels. So, John Salter just snuck by. Come back, John Salter. Damn it. <laughs> John Salter, I want to take this Hi, minute. Cameron? Yeah, I want you to. I want you to sit down right here. The show. Yeah, huh. sit down right here. Do I get to sit in the man's yeah, chair? Yeah, you've got a bum leg. I know. David Cruz's fault. So, so this guy, even though his hair is not up to snuff because he got the, 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 the roots, the frosted tips, got the frosted. I'm not even going to say those words. Yeah, the the, the, the Kato Kalen. Yeah, and he uh. just recently, since we're on a marathon tip here. What did you recently just do? I um uh, marathon armor attack for 53 hours and one minute. 53 <coughs> hours! Yeah. That's after a 10 hour glitch game reset and a 4 hour wait between the second shot where I did 53 hours. So do the math and it's, it was sweet. And isn't this <laughs> your first attempt at a marathon? Yes. 
on his first attempt, 53 hours. I, I tried to explain to Joel West, because you know, me and him are pretty good friends now, and he's mentoring me in his own way, which basically is chastising you any chance he can get. <laughs> but no, but I tried to tell him that in my normal life, I don't really get a whole lot of sleep anyway, so I wasn't really sweating it, and I, I told him there was no doubt in my mind I was going to do the, I was going to break that record. I was, either the machine's going to break, or uh, I can't remember what the other caveat was, but the machine ended up uh, breaking, so that was that was that. But it was awesome. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. I mean, the the hallucinating and the you know, <laughs> all the other good stuff that goes along with it. It was it was really cool. I mean, it was it was awesome. It, I I got done and it was just like. You know, I, I think I could have died maybe right there. I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> my brain was in a weird state at the point, you know, at that point. So, well, uh, nothing shy of amazing. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was, it was awesome. But, I, but I, that's, I mean, I'm not done. I was after I got done. I actually went, went and played, uh, went down the arcade and played Tronda 1:30. I think the 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 marathon, the game ended at 8:40, and I went and played. Uh, you know, I called a bunch of people, talked, called you. Bunch of other people and I went down and played games in the arcade till one thirty and about two o'clock I thought I was gonna puke. I was so tired, so I went to sleep. And so I, was, I was up a while. What game did you play? Oh, Armor Attack, Cinematronics, nineteen eighty one. I mean, in the arcade. Or? When you oh. went downstairs. To oh, play. I went down and practiced Tron because I was going for the Tron World Record in, in a couple days after that. So I went down and practiced a little Tron. So Tron, meaning like David Cruz's. Yes. Game. Yes. David yeah. Cruz. And didn't you guys just recently do like a little thing on the internet? Like yes, we did a, 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 a. Wasn't really a race to five million. Basically, um, David has been. Is, is this David? Yeah. David Cruz, everybody. Yeah. See how I say? Wait, see how I yeah, do that? I was gonna, I was gonna say something else, but I'm not gonna say it now. <laughs> I got, John, I got John Salter sitting right next to me, and we're talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, because well, David wanted to get back on and start playing, but he, um, you know, the the. the, 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 the yeah. Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Dave? John, John is John is, is is enjoying the spotlight, but we wanted you to be here for this. Yeah. Okay, so good. I mean, the stand-up guy that David is, he held off on trying until I, I did my shot at uh at the Kongoff, which my my I still it took me like three days to recover from that armor attack. Marathon, which I thought within a day or so I'd be good to go, but I was just my timing and everything was off, so yeah. my Tron attempt didn't really go that well. The Kong off, and then uh, David wanted to do a little streaming after the Kong off, and he wanted he's going to do a five, try to do like a one man five million points, and so I asked, I was like, hey, do you, let's both play at the same time and, and you know run a dual stream, and people can see the different play styles. You know, you can see David flawless, and then me just trying, <laughs> me me trying to hang on for dear life. Um, and it went pretty. I, I ended up at, at I think I did two million four hundred seventy-seven thousand, and uh, David took it to. What was your score, David? Yeah, I finished at six million about thirty-eight thirty-eight points, and I was trying to stop right at six million right before it. Yeah. So still had two lives left, and I probably just could have kept going all night or yeah, he was, the next day if I wanted to. Yeah, he was killing it. I mean, well, I, it wasn't the plans at the time. Yeah, my game ended. I, I had about three restarts, and then my 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 two point four million game ended. Then I sat and watched David for another three hours, I think. <laughs> so David is the is the yeah. definitely the Tron master. I'm gonna catch him sooner or later. But nobody doubts you, John. <laughs> you you're a machine. There's no doubt about it. Your first marathon ever, fifty three hours on Arm Attack, is is speaks for itself. Well, I I want to go on record as saying yeah, that I. 
in my personal opinion, the Tron world record is, I mean, people hold that highly, but I still think it's underrated for what it is. To take a 3-1, meaning three men, one extra man game, 23 hours, and if anybody's ever played Tron, you have to play almost flawlessly to, one, one slight mistake and you're dead. And the fact that David took that 23 hours to me is just unbelievable. I mean, I believe I can do it, but it still is, is just an amazing record. And I, I, I think it's, yeah. it's one, number one on my list, to be honest with you. Just the difficulty, the game, the game is still relevant. I mean, it's just, it's an awesome record. And David's an awesome guy, so hey, no, you know, there's no, no one deserves it more yeah. than him. Nobody in this room would argue that fact. David is an awesome guy. Dave, you, you got yeah, a lot of fans. Got, got a lot of fans, David. Yeah, at the Congo, David, uh, he came up short by some dots. You know, he you know, missed, the, missed some dots on his perfect Pac-Man, and he came back the next day and did it. Yep. Yeah, that was that was intense. So man, tell actually. us, tell us, Dave, about your perfect Pac-Man. And I always said, I guess one of the craziest things, because I wanted to do a so I'd have a, the rest of the weekend to watch the Congo off and just enjoy myself. And the game was going flawlessly, everything was going good, the was working great. And then all of a sudden, getting in the end, I thought I made a turn and ended up that I did it, but I really don't know what happened, because I know I was pushing the right way, and having just broke down, I tried to recover from it, and I almost did it. Had to scramble, trying to go through the tunnel to get the key. Got that, and I went up, tried to be in a safe spot. Then went circled around, and then next thing I know, I'm dead. But then what happened later? You, you, you did, you persevered, and you came back. Yeah. Well, actually, when that happened, I mean, I was upset that I said, "Let me get the kill screen now," and I, I still had my focus, and I knew the next day I was going to put I can do it. So the next time came, next day came, I had a few restarts, and once I got that game going, it was like flawless. There was no mistakes at all. Not once. Pattern never broke down. Everything just went smooth until the very end. So that time when I couldn't find one dot, and I was like going crazy trying to find it. And yeah, and it was. It finally was, did. You finally found it. Yeah, I think yeah, I finally found it. <laughs> you found it like a kid playing adventure. <laughs> you found the dots. <laughs> I think everybody I think it was better doing it the next day because that just kept me really on focus with everybody there and everything going on. It was even harder just having focus and concentrate. I had to just keep telling myself my game is more important. My game is important. And just so I would not be paying attention to everything else going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, the, a lot of I know Joel had that same thing. A lot of the extra people that were playing, because it is the Kong off, and a lot of people are, are focusing on what the guys are doing playing Donkey Kong. But George, just like he could tell everybody a year before that, yeah, I was destroyed the Schubert Five Man. That's right. And I'm sure he was going through the same thing, saying, hey, everybody's paying attention to this Donkey Kong. Yeah. What about me? Yeah, right. And all that resentment just harpers up inside of him, and then he goes <laughs> over yeah. to the Donkey Kong forums, and he starts all this vitriol. That's right. And just spews hatred, but you know, stupid cult. I don't understand. <laughs> but you got to, you got, you got to understand. It's all, it's all, it's, it's festering from George's. That's right. His childhood. That's right. Back when, how come Cubert's not more important than Donkey Kong? But no, no, we're very, very proud of uh, everything that you've accomplished. The, 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 the insane Tron feats, as well as. 
you're now you're joined the ranks with the great Donald Hayes and uh, David Race and perfect Pac-Man Pac crew and of course Bill Mitchell. Yeah. You know, and uh, just what what can't you do? What, what what can't you do? It was a rhetorical question. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Dave, have you have you um, decided or figured out what's next? I know we talked about it a little bit, but well, I haven't officially decided yet. But I'm definitely going to get better at Donkey Kong. That's one thing. I'm probably going to try to double pack man so I can get both of those together. Cool. Got to break the charm record at some point. Hey, hey, you're hey, watch, watch you your language here. What's that? So you better do your games. Uh, well, try is my main focus right now. I, I, I ironed out all my armor attack flaws over the last uh, two weeks. So I've got that ready to go. So Tron is my main focus uh, now. Okay. So. After that last game, I know I'm ready to go at a moment. I noticed. Actually, it's you to do it. Yeah. You just, just so you know, you just beat Billy Mitchell in a phone battle. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Mitchell was just beeping through. He wants, he wants airtime, and you beat him. We didn't answer it. You just beat him. Nice. <laughs> the first time, right? <laughs> nah, nah. You beat him. You, you beat him every time. Are you kidding me? I talked to him way too much. <laughs> Actually, you want me to show you how much I talk to this guy? Check this crap out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're in trouble now. I have no idea what he's doing. What oh, was that? Billy heard us talking about him? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, I thought that was a rotten bottle of the regular sauce. Look at this. This is what I say to him. Which camera is it? This one, right? Yeah. yeah. I say, when I tell him, send me sauce, this is what he sends me. Look at this friggin' thing. It's like a moonshine bottle. It's, a, yeah. it's uh, the jalapeno sauce. I didn't even know we even had that's that. The, yeah, that's it's actually really good. Yeah. They're both good. It's good oh, stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's crazy, right? So. Right next to my head. So anyway, thank you for being on the show, Dave. We we're, we're, what's, it, what's in the bottle? It's it's hot sauce. It's the uh, jalapeno sauce. It's yeah, actually pretty good. On that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you eat that bottle, you're not going to survive. <laughs> At least you won't survive your first bathroom break. <laughs> so thanks for coming on the show with us. We're big fans. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, always, always, you're welcome. Whenever you're in Jersey, make sure you stop by and see me. All right? Yeah, I'm going to be coming down hopefully sometime soon. Okay, okay. One of the one of the rare house guests I've had that I'd actually have back, <laughs> David Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on, Dave. We'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Later, Dave. Yeah, thanks, you. Right. Take care, man. Dave Cruz, everybody. Yeah, see you, Dave. That right there, that's a class act, that guy right there. So have we been having a lot of haters? Because I see people texting me saying that we've been banning a lot of people. That's it. That's probably the same thing. Hey, I'm not anywhere near the computer this time. I ain't banning anybody. Not this time. Next time I may just, you know, ban everybody. Ban, ban everybody? Ban everybody. I'm going to do a little bit of a uh, show and tell for, for a moment here. Take a break from the phone calls. But you guys, you guys have probably been watching, uh, if you haven't, I, you know, I got a Facebook page. And on the Facebook page, I've been posting pictures of stuff that I find at warehouses. And I remember recently doing a walkthrough of my arcade. And I don't remember who it was, but it was one of my, somebody that I think is my friend, but every once in a while jabs me all the time. And he says, 
look at this walkthrough, not even one single Nintendo cabinet in this whole arcade. So I wanted to show you guys the love I have for Nintendo and check this out, right? This is what the operators used to get when they would order a versus kit. And it's still in the box. And you know, some people say new in the box. This is definitely not new in the box. This is old in the box. So it's an ice climber kit. And if you check it out, it's like the suitcase. If you open up this uh, suitcase and you look inside, there's a bunch of crazy stuff in here. This one is the ice climber kit. So you get this little chip. You get this little chip right here. It says ice climber. See right there? That guy right there. That's the actual, uh, I guess what you would call, I think it's called a PAL chip. I think that's what they call it. And look at this, here's a the topper. There's the uh, marquee versus Ice Climber, right there. And then this is what I really enjoy. As you saw my Goonies, look at this guy. I actually shouldn't be unfolding it. It's probably the first time it's being unfolded. Oh, and I found a, hey, Frico, I found another one, look. Oh, nice. Wow. Another one, right there. Sticker. So there's the sticker. I don't know where you put that sticker at. It's folded in there, but here, look, the topper for the ice climber. So it's pretty cool, right? So now you gotta get an ice climber. Now I, I have an ice climber. That's what it, the kid is. It is. Yeah. What's up, Bill? Get to work, man. I am. <laughs> I'm working with Billy Miller, everybody. Woo! 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 Golf clap. Golf clap for Billy Miller. I'm actually showing off my, uh, my ice climber kit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell me about it. It's a, uh, it's one of those versus kits that has, uh, it's like this, I'm doing an arcade culture show and tell while I was waiting for you to call. Yeah, but we're not on the air yet, are we? Yeah. Yeah, we're on the air. You better watch what you say, fool. All right, you don't want me to talk about that trouble you had in last night, then, huh? This is a family show, Billy. Yeah, let's not talk about the trouble I got into. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, well, well, here's your family show. Away from the microphones, okay? I'm out in Denver. With your boy, your buddy, your man. Hey, hold on. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's what are we talking about? Your boy, your buddy, Mr. Frenchie. Frenchie. Oh, okay. Oh, Vincent yeah. Lemay. All right. Yeah. He, uh, he's our man. Anyway, he's the only guy who likes to show his muscles off more than you. <laughs> All right. So every time something good happens in the guy's world, I mean, he pulls his shirt off. <laughs> uh, is that about a pretty accurate statement? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, first, first, let me just say, let me just say, Bill is immediately breaking into story. He broke my, he broke my, uh, my show and tell bit up, and he's immediately going to story. So, am, am I correct when I'm when I when I guess that you're going to tell us a funny story that happened at the Kong off three? Is that what's going on? Yeah. So what happened is, as you know, and, and you've often come across this problem with Richie only with you. It was always pants and not a shirt. Okay. Vince is always ripping his shirt off every time something good happens, right? You can count on it whenever you see him. Oh, you introduce him, right? And he comes waltzing out. He comes waltzing out. Everyone's clapping, yelling, screaming, hooting, hollering. And he's ripping his shirt off. And, of course, they're yelling, screaming, even hollering even more. So then he's closing in on a kill screen. You know, and I go down. I got the, I got the microphone. I'm emceeing. You were gone. You were, like, like sleeping in the booth or something like that. You weren't there. And uh, so I'm, uh, crowd's starting to gather, and every, every board that gets closer, they're starting to hoot and holler. And then suddenly, he hits the kill screen, I stand him up in the chair with me, 
you know, everybody's clapping, yelling and screaming. You know, he's doing the old muscles things, and I go, oh, come on, what are you doing? He goes, he looks at me, and I go, go ahead, rip your shirt off. He says, I can't, man, I got no more shirt left. <laughs> so he couldn't rip his shirt off because he didn't have any shirts left. Yeah, so what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna get him. We're gonna have to put him like on a company expense for like a shirt, so he can do his stuff, you know. <laughs> so, so that was anyway. a good. So that, so that was your favorite memory is you trying to get Vince to take his shirt off. Uh, no, he just seems to have a habit of now the crowd comes to expect it. You know? uh, so, I so think a call off is not a call off if Vince doesn't lose at least one shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how whenever Vince takes off his shirt, you're always right there underneath him, <laughs> looking up at him. Yeah, kind of reminds me of, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Family show, Billy. Family show. <laughs> oh, so what are you up to tonight? Well, just a very rare occurrence here. Very, very rare. Very unusual. So unusual, nobody, nobody in your listening audience has ever seen what I'm about to do. Uh, play Donkey Kong. No, I'm, I'm going to go get a haircut. Uh, really? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. When you say a haircut, are you going to get a haircut like you're going to get a haircut like me? Or are you getting a haircut like like George? Get it shaped. The day I get a haircut like you will be the day I, I go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I need guys like George around. There ain't many of us left. Yeah, see? That's right. <laughs> so, so what kind of haircut are you getting? Just, just, just like uh, you're gonna go down to the salon and have the girls just give you a nice style. You know me, I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> you know, I always said this because we had the barber shop. Ethan, you'll appreciate this wherever Ethan is. Yeah, buddy. We we had the barber shop next door at the Kong Off One, and. We should have taken advantage of having the barbershop. We should have put you in the barber's chair and had all the contenders stand around you like that. We're going to cut your hair and have Steve Weeby with the with the with the you know the buzzers or the clippers and stand over you with the buzzers. That would have been a great picture. Well, I was a little weary when that guy asked me to do an interview, and I says, "Oh, sure. What about?" And he goes, "Oh, let's go next door in the barbershop." <laughs> that would have been. That would have been really good. That would have been a great photo. Have Steve Weeby with the with the with the clippers and you in the chair. That would have been good. Still, still, still depressed that I missed that one. That would have been a good one. All right, here's one for you. You won't remember this. You were so worked up. You were so tense. I I mean, you were halfway ill. You were so full of tension that I said, "Here, sit still." And you were like, "Remember, I I, I whacked you around and I snapped your neck." Yes, yes, I do remember that. You cracked my neck. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you straightened straight right up. Yep. I would say I would say that caught your full attention. Yep, yep, yep. It scared me actually, because you 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 know, actually cracked my neck pretty bad. I called to find out what time the show was. Oh, the show is right now. Well, I'm aware of that now. I've been talking <laughs> for ten minutes. Well, if you wanna if you wanna know what time the show is. The show was supposed to start at nine. We could go back to this conversation again. It's supposed to start at nine, and it's wound up starting at nine. And everybody were like, "Why didn't you start at ten? And here we are. Okay. And we're having fun. We're having a good show. We talked. To, we talked to Leo. Leo Daniels. Leo, is he, is he in North Carolina still? 
He's still in North Carolina, and let's see if you get the joke. Do you know a word that rhymes with Carolina? Say that again. Never mind. And we got to speak to the guy who just got the world record on Gauntlet. Oh, wow. Yep, that guy's, he, he's cool. In you don't fact, too many of them around anymore. No, in fact, the guy's name is cool. His name is Russell Cool. Wow. How do you like that? I'm, I'm, I gotta get that on tape. We're gonna do a, an event. He's gonna come out here. He's gonna play Gauntlet. Okay, it's you there and it's George there. You got any guests? You got anybody coming on the show? Or? Uh, not only do we have guests, but we have the world record holder on Donkey Kong in the room, Mr. Hank Chen. Yeah. Yeah. He's hiding off camera. He and Yumi are making out like school kids, like high school kids over here. <laughs> so yeah, Hank's here. How do you like that? And we got Ed the Human Kill Screen and, and his notorious Ed Head. We got the Ed Head here. Actually, we were going to do this bit, right? Where we were going to take a screen and put a silhouette behind the screen. And we were going uh. we to use this mannequin head and we were going to say, guess if, if this is the real Billy Mitchell or not. And then we were going to put like a soundboard and I was going to push you know, buttons like, you know, uh, I was going to ask you a question and then you were going to say, you know, something like, like uh, world record headquarters or something like that, you know. And we we're going to see if we could trick the audience into believing that the Ed head was actually you. But the bit never really got off the ground. How about when you did the interview when you uh, dubbed both sides of the conversation with your uh, Canadian friend now? But you messed it up a little, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Well, Joel West just entered the stream, so we're gonna. I guess we gotta. We're gonna talk to Joel West as well. All right, I'll see you hang in there. I'll call you after I'm done with the Clippers. All right, good luck with your haircut, there, Mr. Yeah, Bill Mitchell. Be, be careful, Billy. Hey, hey, listen, share some of that hate mail. I don't have any hate mail. I, oh yes, you know what? I did get an email. Now, guys, everybody in the room. Yeah. Have I not been? Like, have I not been, like, kind of calm and behaved the last couple of years, like, last year, right? Yeah. Yes. Somebody sent me an email, and it just said, Richie, you are ignorant. Oh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why, why does it say, Richie, you're ignorant? What did I do that was ignorant? I, I don't remember doing anything ignorant lately. I guess did everything... Did you ever think maybe they wanted you to talk about them on your show? Yeah, maybe. Do you hear me a word? Thanks. Yeah, well, somebody thinks I'm ignorant. I don't even know what ignorant means. I'm only kidding. I know what it means, uh, uh, Brian Allen. I know what it means. So, we're going to call Joe West and find out what he's got to say, because he's got some interesting stuff to say. And uh, you go get your haircut. Yeah, be careful by those clippers. Be careful. All right, get to work, boss, buddy. All right, take care. All right, so that was Billy forcing his way in. And uh, we got to find out what the hell happened with Joe West. What happened with Joe West? Is Billy calling him? <coughs> was, was that a butt dial? Yeah. Hair dialed. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was a hair dial. That was good. That was a good one. All right, so find out what's going on with Joel. Hey, how's it going? Hello, uh, Mr. Richie Knuckles. Joel West! And Andy, Woo. Thank How you. are you doing? 
I'm doing pretty well. I just broke the berserk slow bullets, ran the play world record. Now look at that. You just did it just now? Do what? You just beat the world record just now? I just beat it. I just beat it. I've been off the machine 10 minutes. And who had that? Grant Tenement? Grant, uh, Grant, Grant, Grant was my iron, yes. Grant was the one who sharpened me. Uh, ah. the, the record had been sitting there dormant for 20-something years, 28 years, something like that. Huh. And uh, Grant came along and took it, and we went back and forth, and uh, I talked about it, and he held it, and um, so I decided I was going to try to regain it. Uh, and I got it uh, Just uh, three years a month later after I had it. Just in time for the show, too. Yeah, he's... There's people there in your room that uh, they weren't even born when I had it the first time. <laughs> and and what year was that? Uh, I had it. I I, I got the uh, world record three days after the live magazine photo. They, uh, I got it actually at Walter's other arcade in Missouri, and uh, which is 30, 40, 50 miles down the road. And uh, that was after Mark Robichek uh, humiliated me on camera and said he had beaten me at dessert, but he didn't say if it was fast or slow. <laughs> 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 but, uh, uh, Mark Robichek and I played the first day I got there, and he beat me by eight or nine thousand points. I'd never played the game, and so I stuck around a few days to see if I could do it because I'd, I'd never seen a slow bullet machine before, and I got it. I held it for roughly a year, and then uh, it was taken from me, and it was held for. Oh, 28, 29 years. Grant had it since uh, July 4th of 2012, and I just got it tonight. So um, well, I, said I really wanted to be on arcade culture real bad. <laughs> well, congratulations. Congratulations. That's big news. So we've got a gauntlet world record holder, a new gauntlet world record, right? Yeah. And we got right. we got Leo Daniels that agreed to come and play some asteroids. Joel. Well, right? That's Check right. that off the That's checklist. Right. And now we just we find out on Arcane Culture that there's a new Berserk Slow Bullets world record. Correct. Wow. Well, that that's crazy. All right. Well, congratulations. You're inspiring us, Richie Knuckles. We have, we, we that's all we can get on the show is to come and set a record. So, and you got to talk to Leo Daniels. Wow, that was great. Yeah, and we're going to talk to Ben Gold, Ben Poontang Gold, pretty soon. <laughs> well, uh, Leo Daniels is the one that kind of inspired me to get into marathoning. He doesn't even know that, but uh, I read, before I really knew him well, I read that he had played Asteroids, uh, I think it was like uh, 48 hours, and, and two weeks later I was the second person to, uh, uh, to play that long. And, uh, but he was the first. He was the first. And uh, yeah. so Leo kind of, you know, inspired me there, and then I got back into it in 2010. So I appreciate you guys calling me and everything. Well, we wanted to congratulate you. Congratulations, Joel. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I had a lot of viewers I wasn't expecting, and uh, I really appreciate it. Sean Tiedemann gave me a uh, an updated trailer for the King of Arcades. All right, you have a great night there, Joel, and watch it. And thanks for choking up on camera for me. <laughs> hey, I cry for you any day, Richie. I love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Take care, pal. Joel. Bye, Joel. Bye-bye. Joel Bye -bye, West, Joel. everybody. Yeah, see Joel. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Woo! 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 Uh, John Souther <laughs> for bringing us into the, into the <laughs> modern age and getting stuff like this actually happening for us. So this is awesome.
want to thank my good buddy Dan Garofalo over here for coming in and, and, and bringing us up into the up to speed. <laughs> and, and, and our new friend John. John. Ooh, jump on camera. John. Yeah, John. And, and it's, it's, the name of his uh, podcast is Get Off My Lawn. Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks podcast. Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks. Look at that. We want to thank all you guys for bringing the getting the show up to you know up to the modern age until whatever year this is. So let's let's let's, let's call let's call Ben Gold yeah. next because Ben Gold Ben Ben is is one of those guys that is just you can't you can't explain him you just can't he's just one, he's a one in a million type person and and to look at him now you would never know that he's the one who won the that's incredible yeah. contest you know he's just so businesslike and you know just it's just it, he's changed so much but he's very kind very kind hello ben hello ben how you doing good hello. you know who this is of course it's richie well i'm watching you but i guess there's a, there's a lag or something but, uh, how you doing i'm good you know how howard stern says turn down your radio <laughs> <laughs> So good to see, to hear from you, Mr. Ben. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome, Richie. How are you doing? I'm actually doing really well. I'm doing really good. We've uh, we've come out of the abyss. That's good. That's good. We well, just seem to be in good spirits, and uh, I, I'm actually I, I like the fact that the uh, RK Culture Show is is family friendly. So uh, I'm enjoying listening to to, to the broadcast. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, but good. I'm glad we're trying our best to to work clean and having a good time. We're we're you know what our a, a good friend of mine, Josh Jones, he he sort of put this whole idea in my head that we should bring the show back because there's no one out there really celebrating our hobby and the accomplishments of the gamers right now. We had for the longest time, Cat Despira was the torch that was carrying it all on and she was writing these fantastic articles and no one really appreciated all the hard work that she did she really I want to take this time out too to apologize to her for past shows that when we allowed somebody to uh, to say some some really negative things and I want to say personally myself apologize for that happening but uh, she single-handedly I feel kept everybody knowing what was going on she kept the pipeline going for for the last year while a lot of us were asleep at the wheel and uh, just wanted to thank her for that and we said what the hell why don't we Josh Jones said Richie why don't you get out there and do, just do one arcade culture show and maybe if you like it do more and just celebrate stuff that is going on in the community right now uh, it's awful that we just had the Kong Off 3 and how great the Kong Off 3 was. And really, after the fact, other than that really good documentary that had Hank and Vincent pitted against one another, other than that, we really didn't have a lot of, I don't know what you would call it, like a, 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 a lot of noise, a lot of ripple wasn't really heard about what had happened at the Kong Off 3. I know a lot of people like Steve Wagner. Where is Steve, by the way? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, work thing all of a sudden. Yeah. Steve, by the way, hello. I wanted to say a shout out. Hey, Henning, how you doing? And you, me? I wanted to, to say hello. I'm sorry I didn't make it to this one off three this year. Yeah, we oh, were yeah, looking we, for you. <laughs> we missed you. Hank's right here. I know. Now, are you, one question, Hank, are you, did you, are you still hanging 
It's it's off season right now. Like uh, usually after the Kong off, uh, I, I I take like uh, maybe six months sabbatical before I try to go at it again. This this year I actually made a few world record attempts uh, right right after the Kong off, but I think uh, I got close a couple of times. But I I I think I'm gonna back off now. And you know I got other things on my plate now. You know Battle of the Arcades is coming up, so yeah, I was playing some Zaxxon last night actually. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. <laughs> okay. What do you catch you off there, Richie? But I, 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 I thought I wanted, to, I wanted to make that, that shout out. I mean, you have all these great people on. Uh, so, uh, anyway. Yeah. What, what have you been up to? You know, I have not, I think I told you in private that I've not been active in the video game community the last six months. I've just really been focusing more on uh, my career. I've, I've changed jobs two months ago and uh, doing very well. Uh, my wife has got a real estate license. We have three kiddos. And frankly, it's like at the end, of, you know, it's about eight or nine o'clock at night. I look and I said, where the hell does they go? Yeah, right. So, uh, um, Don't get all racist on us now. You know, I'm Italian. <laughs> what is that? Bad joke. There you go. <laughs> My jokes are too quick this year. <laughs> that was a... Well, um, now I know, did you... Was there something... I know you talked about some ideas of what you wanted to discuss with me. I didn't know if that... I know you kind of go with the flow, but I'd be more happy if there's something in particular you wanted to, to go over about the way no, I just were back in the day. Yeah, I thought it would be cool to have you on because all these contests that we're gearing up to do, uh, to get, basically give us your, because I've always wanted, just this is selfishly, uh, at the That's Incredible uh, prelims in the small Twin Galaxies Arcade, that day where that contest was. You've been to the Kong Off 1, you've been to the Kong Off 2, you've been to different events. How, how did it stand up? Was the feeling like, was there like super pressure in the air and what was it like for you as a young kid going there? It must have been pretty, uh, pretty mind-blowing. Well, it was, it, was, it was different in the sense that, that I would say that the, um, the prelims to, to That's Incredible was actually two days. It was um, five games. And there were 20 of us. I think there were like five or six machines, so they had to do several rounds for each game. Uh, and what they let us do in, in Twin, at Twin Galaxies was we could play each game one time. We got one crack. We could play until we died, until we lost all our men, so none of them were marathon games. And it was super, super high pressure. Um, a lot of buzz. It was, you know, again, the, the difference for me from this versus the Kong Off, is that the Kong Off, I mean, I suck at Kong, Kong, Donkey Kong, if you guys didn't know that. Um, so I wasn't really like, you know, plus I'm pretty much retired from the, the gaming part. Um, and I just enjoy seeing the people. And so, the, but I would say that, the, that really the, I've been to a lot of different events, and so there was a real high level of intensity during the that incredible preliminaries as well as the, the finalist um, competition. Um, it was, and, you know, part of it when I was a kid was we didn't know where it was going to go. So, I mean, that was a big deal. Uh, uh, how do I say There's a lot of this, this energy, like, gosh, so we can get on TV, we can get uh, famous or whatever. You know, video games are finally getting the, uh, the attention they deserve. And I will tell you this, that I hadn't really felt the buzz since I, uh, until I went to the Kong Off uh, one. I really, that was really 
the first time, I mean, the first competition I had seen in whatever, 25, 30 years, I said, wow, this is really cool. So I, I had a wonderful time both at the Kongloff 1 and the Kongloff 2 because, um, but again, a different perspective. Lots of good energy, lots of people that were intense in the game, um, and a good camaraderie. And that's also a big part of it is that this, it's not just who gets the highest score. I mean, I think that's, that's the kind of the cool thing about that documentary between Vincent and, uh, and, and Hank is that, you know, there's also a lot of these undercurrents of rivalries and, and camaraderie and, and things that people are doing. And there was a lot, a lot of that back in the day. I mean, ask Billy Mitchell. Actually, don't ask Billy Mitchell because he remembers everything. And he selectively likes to tell stories, uh, only ones that make him look good. But that's <laughs> I have to think really hard when, when I mean, if you get him on the phone, he'll start telling stories. Um, <laughs> oh, that's exactly yeah. what he did. What? That's exactly what he did. He was on the phone earlier tonight, and the first thing he did is told us a story about some guy taking his shirt off. Yeah, I heard it. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> he tells stories, but he remembers everything from 30 years ago. I mean, and he remembers in detail that I'm like, oh my God, you know, and he remembers every day where we were at, what we did each day, what we did the next day, and I'm like, how do you do this? You know, I, I erased all that, you know, many years ago. I didn't really think about it, but, uh, but this is a good story. That's all he needs to write them all down, because there's really some good stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, one day, when it's not a child's show, you have to tell us some of your, uh, your good stories. Absolutely, would love to. <laughs> so t t tonight is actually a really good show with like you think about it almost everybody from chasing ghosts has been on the show so far right i don't think we missed anybody really it's that's true you got you got leo you had joel um billy yeah that's that's really good and you oh yeah me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, the, one of my favorite scenes in Chasing Ghosts is the scene where uh, you could see Mark Sellers' brothers peeking in the window at you guys, and you guys are all in there and battling it out on the. You got the little computers that, that are that are tallying up the scores and stuff. It's just it just seems like that was like really intense time. Right, right. I wish it, um, that's, that's one of the ones I wish I could go back in time and be there for. Well, it was really intense. It was a really, that, that was, uh, you know, I mean, the thing, how do I say that? The difference between back then and today is that today, if I want to become really good at a game, um, you've got YouTube, you've got, you know, I'm an unlimited amount of resources on the Internet about how to play, all the strategy and stuff like that. And back then, really, uh, once we all discovered each other, which was right at that Life Magazine shoot, we became, you know, that was all we had was every night was getting home after playing at the arcade and talking to people about, you know, about all the, the, the strategy and how do we beat the game. And so the thing about the, the, the competition back in the day was that, you know, it was kind of like, it's like we were taking a machete through the jungle and really didn't know what was on the other end, whether there was a cliff, whether it was going to make it, you know, a, we were making a highway, wasn't really sure what was going to happen. Um, and, you know, we kind of paid the price that there was a crash at the end of, end of 83 where pretty much well, I kind of lost interest when I realized that it was going to take a lot of work to uh, <clears throat> to turn that into, you know, a money-making or, or to make it a professional, you know, to live, uh, you know, the, that elusive gamer lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you think know, about I, it, 
what you're saying is sort of where we're at right now. We're all in that same, this is my opinion, is you're starting to see now, like what we just proved this morning, that there, or this morning, this, earlier this evening, that there was an arcade that was only four hours away with a hundred classics. And it's starting to come back. And maybe I'm just living in, in a different fantasy world, but it seems to me like arcades, classic arcades, are sprouting up everywhere. And not only necessarily barcades, which barcades are driving the scene, but there's also a lot of arcades as well uh, that are sprouting up. And there's like a resurgence for this. And me being in this business, and me making my living reselling these old arcade games and fixing them up and making them up look new, it's kind of weird. Oh, I wanted to talk to you anyway, Hank, so you sit. Oh. I wasn't done talking to you. Well, I lost my train of thought there. Thanks a lot, Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just that, just out of the future, the that it seems yeah. like they're coming back. That the arcade, the old arcade games are coming back. I know this Christmas it, was one of my best Christmases we've ever had. Well, I think that also, plus, you've got a good reputation for, for your craft. I mean, if, you know, one of the things Richie Knuckles is known for is taking an arcade game and making it look really new. And, and, and they can't, you know, like the, the day you saw it 30 years ago. And I think that that's, that's really good. So you're, I, I agree, there is a resurgence. The question is kind of, because I have this conversation with Scott Patterson a lot where we always say, well, where is it going to go? What, what, what direction can it go? And, uh, and that's, you know, it's hard to predict. Um, you know, where, because I think that there is definitely the, uh, this element of the people that are in their, their mid-30s 40s and 50s that want to have that nostalgia of their childhood of, of playing in the arcades. I think there's a huge attraction for that. Um, I don't know about competitive gaming. You know what? You know how? What, you know what is the limit or where that could go for the classic game? That that's something I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> well, for a, a good example is. Just Donkey Kong alone, that forum, Jeff Harris forum, the Donkey Kong forums, exploded. Exploded. And that's based on one single classic game. So there's definitely a, 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 a community out there that is embracing the competitive side as well. Because I don't think if it wasn't for the competition of Donkey Kong, that forum wouldn't be so strong. You know? Well, that's good. And I, and I, and I would, sure, let me ask you this, Richie. How is the Donkey Kong, how is the Kong Off 3 in comparison to Kong Off 2 in terms of numbers, interest? How did you, how did you feel it? Uh, that's a really, really rough question. Uh, my favorite Kong-Off was, of course, the Kong-Off 1, because it was so much work I put into it, and to have the drama that uh, unfolded during the Kong-Off 1, with Hank taking the score, uh, and then Steve Wiebe taking it, and then Hank coming back and beating him right at the end. There was a lot of drama that built up, and of course, Hank being one of my best buddies, it was so nice to see him win. Uh, for me, that was my favorite one. Uh, the other two, I'd say, were right around the same. Uh, on the surface, everybody could tell that I probably wasn't myself. But uh, the, uh, the winner, Jeff Wilms, destroyed it. Just crushed it again. So uh, that was pretty in insane. Just, you know, th these, these guys, Dean Saglio, Ross Benziger, uh, of course, Hank, and Jeff Wilms, and all the, these guys have just taken the game such an extreme. Like, you guys have taken it to the stratosphere. I never, you know, Billy, Billy is just left in the dust. You know, he, he just, he, he, he doesn't play, and I understand that, but even if he did play, he doesn't, he has a family. He doesn't have the time to put into it that these guys put into it, and just, you guys have just destroyed that game. So, uh, 
I would say my favorite Kong off, of course, was Kong off one. But for just straight up crazy competition, uh, Jeff Wilms is just a force to reckon to be reckoned with. Poor Hank. Well, Rick, you know, Hank. <laughs> Hank has the record, so Hank's uh, you know he, he's our boy. But yeah, I know, I'm sure you would have loved to win, won a Kong I, off. I tried. <laughs> I haven't won a Kong off with Jeff Wilms present. <laughs> yeah, that freaking kid is crazy. You know what? what, what well, I will promise you. I will promise you, Richie. I'll be at the Kong Off Four. Okay. So wherever you know, however you want to organize that, um, you know, I, I definitely want to go back to that and see all these great guys. And uh, I, you got a bunch of other people to see to talk to on this show. Is there any other any other things, last questions or stuff? Um, no, uh, just I, just I, the I, fact that you just promised me now that you will be there. That means I have to do a Kong Off Four. Just because the fact Ben Gold just promised he would 100% be there. How do you like that? You're speechless. You're without speech, still. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we thank you, Ben. We do have other calls to get to. I've, I've lost my list over there. But, and we got to talk to Hank a little bit about his Kong off experience. So thank you for coming on with us, Ben. Ben, you're a gentleman. Uh, always great to hang out with you. Can't wait to hang out with you again. And... Uh, Keep on doing what you're doing, man. Congratulations on having a great family and being just like me. You know, the main thing is your family. You got it. Well, you take care, and uh, I'll listen to the rest here. So take care, Richie. All right, pal. Good talking to you. Ben Gold. All right, Ben Gold. We love you, Ben. Take care, brother. Yeah, man. Such a nice guy. Yeah. And, and it's these, the elder statesmen of, of our hobby here, these guys that were there in the early days, you know, unlike us, that sort of came out, you know, I, I, I was good, don't get me wrong, as a kid at pole position, I was good at Space Invaders, but I didn't know that you can go to some place in Iowa and, and compete and play that. Where did these guys hear about it? How did they hear about it? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have any idea, you know? So, right. Hank, I got Hank in the hot seat. So there was a time that you and I were sitting down and we were relaxing, and I could just tell you were stressed out. Oh yeah, how I, there was well, just a lot of stress in that building. Well, I think um, first a, a lot of the players themselves were saying the world it's going to take a world record to uh, to win the Kong off, and you know I actually predicted before people were saying that I had predicted the score the winning score would be around one point one, a little bit above, a little bit below. So that was my initial plan, but then I let everyone psych psych me out into thinking that this was going to take a world record to to win the Kong off. So I played like basically all of day one at, at world record or close to world record pace. And by the end of the day, like none of the top players had, you know, posted anything good. So I was like, screw this, I'm just gonna tone it down. And then of course that's when I got my million fifty and then Jeff almost immediately got a million ninety something. Yeah. So but I figured, you know, I'd have all of day two to uh to uh, I, I came prepared. I I came prepared. I, I came to win. Uh but uh, you did place. You placed. Yeah, I placed. Top three. Yeah, I placed. Which is, which is really yeah. amazing out of how many competitors. Yeah. It seems like the, that 1.1 is about the threshold of what you can do live. I mean, it, beyond 1.1, there's a, you know, you, obviously the, the higher the pace you're playing at, the more you're depending on luck to get you through to the end of the game. So it seems like that's roughly about where, because we, we've pretty much maxed the game out, or at least knowledge-wise we've maxed the game out. So. So at, at least for the way the last two Kong offs have played out, it seems like that that 1.1 1 
score is about what you can achieve in a weekend. So, I agree. I agree. So what are you going to do now? I heard you say for a minute you're going to take a sabbatical. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> a Saxon <Zaxxon> sabbatical. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I actually tried to. I I made a few world record attempts right after Comic because I figured while well, I'm in shape you're and in shape. I. Yeah. I actually made it to level 20 at like some ridiculous pace, and then I, I promptly died, but that's okay. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna practice for Battle of the Arcades now, I'm gonna switch, switch modes, so anyone, anyone who's going for a world record, be my guest, but I'll, I'll get it back, no problem. So everybody knows what Hank's talking about is, uh, I hope Ken, Ken uh, House is still on here, uh, there's a thing that we're doing, it's called the Battle of the Arcades, and uh, I'm just a cog in the wheel. Uh, George has a lot to do with the organization of it. Ken House is one of the powerhouses behind it. And it is, I'm, I'm gonna actually let you explain it. You two guys explain well, it a little better than me. This year actually, uh, maybe the first year we're actually gonna have a Midwest team. And uh, we're talking with Doc Mack about being the third team and organizing a Midwest team. But yeah, maybe we should talk a little about what, what the Battle of the Arcades is. Galpin Ghost Arcade, if you guys didn't hear it, Doc Mack owns yeah. Galpin Ghost, and they're going to farm a team, right? They'll be the third team. I guess. Yeah, we, uh, Fourth team, right? No, actually, well, it depends. If, well, no, now uh, New Hampshire is being absorbed into our team. We're, we're going to be the East Coast, and Don Hayes is going to play with us. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. That's Yo, what's, yeah. Whoa, that's huge! Have you, you guys have been holding this news, no, 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 man? No, no, well, I thought Steve Don Hayes is on Team yeah. Reggie Knuckles? Yeah, we're, we're, we're oh my god, hold on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flex! Come on, everybody, flex! Flex the hustle! Yeah! Uh oh. Nice! Uh oh. So you had to do all that work just to bring the ringer in? Just to get the. We're not gonna lose! No, no. How are we gonna not lose? Well, Ben Falls is in the Midwest, and he'll end up being the Midwest team. So we're gonna lose Ben, but we get done. So, Ken, Ken, you you agree to this? <laughs> Do you want to just hand the trophy over to us? <laughs> Holy crap, Ken, you sucker! <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> so anyway, Battle of the Arcades. Uh, we're gonna have three teams, and uh, we pick twelve games, and everybody on the teams has to play all twelve games. And it's a lot of fun, and instead of it being everybody in the arcade is competing against each other, everybody in the arcade is on the same team, and we're competing against other arcades. And it's a much uh, a, a fun energy instead of the cutthroat, bad sportsmanship kind of contest that happens sometimes. I don't know of any. No? No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't know no, the, the good thing about Battle of the Arcades is that it's based on rank. It's not based on score. Right. So it's not just the world record holders competing against each other. It's also the... Average Joe's like is trying to go from 17th to 16th. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. have, uh, you know, uh, someone get 10 million on Zookeeper and everybody else gets uh, 500,000, and that, so the percentages are nothing. Blah, 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 blah. Kick your ass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Blah. <laughs> oh, God. Is this track up on your mappy? 
<laughs> yeah, I actually that's all I do now is I go home Try at night and I play Madden. Blah 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 blah. Everybody, Richie has promised that he's actually gonna play this year. So get it on the stream here. You can play Zaxxon? I'm, oh, I can play some Zaxxon. I know you can, actually. You I can, can play I, some Zaxxon. I, I, I can get at least 300000 on Zaxxon. Good. Probably dry right now. You're going to have to show us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can play some Zaxxon. I can't play any Mappy, though. Yeah. A freaking mouse bouncing around as a cop. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you, buddy. Not you. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Ken. I love you. All right, Ken House, just so I could just give mad props. Nobody worked harder than Ken House did at that Kong off That parade. is true. That freaking guy put in some time. Thanks a lot for all your hard work, Ken. Yeah, it was worth it. It was fun. I'm, yeah. glad, uh, I'm glad it turned out and the world got to watch. You kicked ass. You kicked ass. It was me and uh, Billy Miller. We put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Miller. You're a big fan of Billy Miller, I hear. Oh, I love that guy. I got a great big picture of me hugging him. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Yep, yep. That's good stuff. So who's so who's going to be on your team now that we got Donald Hayes and possibly Dan Nelson? I saw you through the possibly in there. <laughs> uh, what, what's going to? How are you guys even going to even stay in the same ring? I, I don't know. We're going to knock you out of the ring. Well, we'll have uh, last year's winner, Mike Casper, overall winner. Uh, we'll have Sam McNear, we'll have myself, we'll have uh, yeah. Johnny McAllister, of course. Uh, Hector Rodriguez is coming up from California. Uh, likely, Eric Liddell will be coming up. All right, so you've so you got the heavy hitters. All right, All right so... Yeah. We're, we're not going to be the duffer squad. I kind of I kind of forgot how strong a team you have. We might get uh, Brian Allen to come down. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, whoa, 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 you say something like that, you better mean it. Uh, well, I, I did. Brian's been invited before, but he always did us somehow. We're so glad that this Battle of the Arcades has taken off. So we got Doc, Doc Mack from Galpin Ghost is going to put together a team. We got your team. Hey, if Doc, if you're watching, yes. get your game put together so we can get this rolling. All right, put them, definitely you guys get together because I will do my best to get all the games set up so that we can make this one the best one yet. Yeah, That's we, right. Yeah. We want it to be the best one yet. We're going to have a big turnout here. I expect us to have 15 players or so here. Yeah, we're going to uh, have that too, I think, this time. Oh, yeah, we're going to have better than 15. Yeah. 15. Hopefully. That's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I, hopefully you guys get 15 or 20. Yeah, we're, we but need... The scoring works out. It doesn't matter. You can have as many players as you want. That's right. All right. Awesome. It's going to be a good one this year. It's going to be a good one. We should, we should start really pushing it like what like I'm doing with this timeline arcade we should start pushing other arcades like uh what about that pinballs down in Texas I know that yeah. that, that place is great too and There's I met the owners of those guys maybe uh Josh Jones maybe you could get something going down there Scott Patterson lives down that way right maybe he could get a team together and California right California well, where California Extreme is there's some uh, there's only a couple of real gamers down there and there's no real way for them to put it together. So so they're going to come up here and be part of Team West Coast. All right, I got you. I got you. So, so the, the, the Battle of the Arcades, everyone, and it's going to be held, I don't even know if we told the date. What's the date? Uh, March 9th and 10th. Right? March? Did I get that right? Is that right? 8th and 9th. Ken, what is it? 8th and 9th, 9th and 10th? What is it? That weekend. 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th for the Battle of the Arcades. And are, is somebody making a Facebook page for it so that... Actually, wait a minute. 
It's going to be March 9th and 10th. March yeah, yeah, 9th? Right come on, Ken! I said that. Ken, oh, come no, on. That's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. That's wrong, too. All right, it's going to be in March. It's that weekend of March. It's, it's the first weekend first in March. March. It's 8 and 9. Yeah. It's 8 and for sure. This is 2013. You're probably looking at a 2013 calendar, Ken. So make sure you look at a 214, okay? Look, smart ass. <laughs> Family show. Family show. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, so, yeah, we're really excited over here. We're ready to start practicing. Hopefully you guys get some good practice in this year. Yeah, we're working on it. I'm going to get the trophy completed and get some pictures out there so the guys that want to uh, have something to play for know that uh, we got a really cool trophy. Huh. I can't okay. wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's all it's all together. We just got to get it assembled. But it's really cool. All right. It's definitely what we're playing for. All right, and the game list. I'll go again. You didn't answer my question. Is it going to be a Facebook page made so we can see like the game list and stuff? Yes, we'll, we'll make a Facebook That's page a with uh, the game list and whatnot. <laughs> yep. All right, that's a great idea. So everybody out there that's watching, if you have, and again, this is, I don't know how far we've reached, uh, perfect example. I know that Steve Grunberger and Alan Stahl are not the only two Australians that like arcade games. So maybe you could get Team Australia. Exactly. Or if anyone out there that's watching, maybe even Team Canada. You know, I think, I think Donkey Kong was the only game released in freaking Canada. <laughs> I know. <think> so, <laughs> no, they gotta have some kind of ice hockey game too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's for sure. All right, Ken. Well, thanks for calling us up. We love you. Right on. Well, I'm glad I got to be on the show, and uh, it looks good. It's a lot better than the last one. So, props to you guys. Yes. Yeah, speaking of, I want to apologize to everybody out there for the arcade culture of the last couple, maybe the last year. Even though George did a great job picking up my slack, I got really drunk last time. <laughs> and I passed out during the show. That's how bad that I've been. So, uh, again, I want to apologize for some really lackluster shows. We're back to have fun, and we're back to support the community. And like we've said, we're a show uh, by the community, for the community. So that's why so many people turned out. Freaking Hank and George came out here to freaking stand in and just battle it out with me and... And just get the word out that you know we're not we're not sitting back and doing nothing. We're definitely moving forward and having fun. And this uh, this battle of the arcade is going to be great. Yeah. We got uh, on the backside. I said backside. <laughs> on, on, the, on, the, on the back end of of the show, we have guys like uh, Bill McAvoy, uh, Data God. Uh, we got Troy Stanwick doing plug in the show. We got Josh Jones help me with the lineup. Uh, Getting guys like uh, like Billy Joe Kane, who we still got to call, Rob McCombs, who we still got to call, yeah. uh, all you guys that are just helping out, Steve Grunberger, e Ethan uh, Daniels over here, the the Mad Barber. We got a lot of good people behind the scenes uh, helping out. So uh, the show is going to keep moving forward, uh, even though we did exhaust our like our whole list. Who the hell are we going to call next week? <laughs> you know, we got so many people that we called, but. Uh, it, if it wasn't for those guys, we wouldn't be here tonight. Uh, I just want to thank them a lot for everything that we did. All right, brother. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you later, my friend. All right, later. Ken, Ken House, everybody. Ken House. 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 Ken.
friend of mine that I met while I was in Texas was the Defender champ back in the day. I don't know if you guys know Billy Joe Kane, but he was... Before I even talk him up, let's make sure he answers. We're back, and I, while you guys were away, we got Billy Joe Kane on the phone. Say hi, Mr. Kane. Hey, guys. It's awesome to be here. Yeah. So, Mr. Kane, tell us what you just accomplished, buddy. Oh, tell you about it? Okay, um, let's see. I'll start with um, a little bit of background. So in 1982, I played a, um, I was involved in a Texas video game championship that was sponsored by, through 7-Eleven, and I won the Texas Defender Championship role, and the way we did it was through three 10-minute rounds of uh, Defender, or Tempest, or Sonic, or sorry, Defender, Tempest, or Pac-Man, and whoever had the highest score would win, which is awesome, because, you know, Defender, you can play forever, if you're really good at it, and... Over the last couple of months, uh, Josh Jones and I were talking about going ahead and trying to set this crazy world record. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, along with Josh, sat down and uh, set a 32 and a half hour record on Defender for about, uh, I think it was 33 and a half million points. And it's the currently highest, highest score that is totally verified by video online and by three different uh, record setting. Um, well, congratulations. Thank you. Not only did you do it back when you were a kid, you were a Defender champ as a young man. As an old guy, revisiting it comes back and still retains the skills. Yeah. I remember. Exactly. I remember when I was in Texas, you were showing me all the patches and stuff. Yeah, I've, uh, I've maintained my passion for video games since uh, forever, I guess, in the 70s. Um, and yeah, through the throughout the days of uh, Activision, I wound up collecting all the patches back in the day. Uh, played 2600 television, everything all the way through. And in the 90s, in 1992, I actually joined the video game industry, working as a game designer, all the way up to a person that's run three different video game studios. Yeah. And the whole time, I kept thinking, man, I've got to play some Defender and set a world record. And when I met Josh, it was like. Dude, we just gotta make we gotta make this magic happen. So we finally did, and um, it's been a lot of fun. Well, I know Josh Jones has been like just like such a pioneer lately in getting everybody together and doing stuff for the community. And he is probably your biggest fan that I know of. And uh, he had said to me, when he told me what you were going for and what you were trying to accomplish, I wish that I, was, I had more time to pay attention to actually uh, to be there and watch you. But life was crazy at that moment. Things were going a little bit nutty, as you can, as oh, you can yeah. imagine. He did it during the... Yeah. You know, you know what I was going through at that time. So uh, just having you here, we just wanted to celebrate your accomplishment and how, you know, Defender, that freaking A. That's a crazy-ass tough game. Again, that's a man's game. It is. That's a guy's game right there, Defender. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I... Exactly. Defender is an incredibly difficult arcade game, and the only reason that I got really good at that game was because I just... I lived in a small town where things were difficult, I guess, to say, as far as, um, you know, surviving as a kid, and... I got really, really lucky to find it at the time that I did, because I was, uh, I was growing up, and um, town's kind of rough and tough. And if I had not found Defender, I really don't have any idea what would have happened to my life. Defender gave me a uh, purpose. It was difficult to play. It was a huge challenge.
challenge. It was the first game that ever had a battery backup to the high score, so it was something that was like a big, big challenge because once you hit the high score, it'd be kept around for a long time. And, uh, you know, kind of combining those two things, it, it gave me a way to kind of leave my mark on uh, our local environment. So like I said, it really it kept me out of trouble. And by playing it over and over and over again, it, uh, it kind of gave me a way out of my small town. And I can't... Um, I can't tell you guys enough. I mean, Defender was one of the things that literally saved my life. So, you know, the fact that it's difficult, awesome. The fact that it had a uh, battery backup, awesome. Uh, the fact that, um, you know, I had the opportunity to play in a, uh, a tournament, amazing. Gave me a lot of confidence for the rest of my life and um, went into the game industry. Again, eventually decided that this was something I wanted to do and had the opportunity to do later. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been a wonderful. So thanks, Rich. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the kind words. You're welcome. I actually was lucky enough to, to visit your home and uh, got to see your crazy game room and all the <laughs> stuff that you collected. And uh, you got you had a really nice house and a lot of great stuff. So you're, you're definitely had yeah, a great we, time. Um, we, we, try to, uh, we try to make a great environment for our friends and our children and their friends um, so that they understand what's going on with video game culture. It's not just a um, you know PlayStation sitting in the corner. We talk we talk about what it's like to uh, you know play games of the '70s. We talk about the Atari 2600, bringing it up, and um, you know the culture of sharing cartridges. You know back in the day, and uh, I think it's a I think it's a great thing to share with kids because it's one way to literally keep them off the street and keep them in a place where you know you know what they're doing and you can see them grow as a person. And uh, you know, see them get confidence in themselves. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, my my daughter has grown up in the arcade with me. And uh, funny little story, she today called me up from home and said, "Daddy, why wasn't I allowed to come on Arcade Culture tonight? <laughs> I I would have I would have sat there and I would have been quiet. And I said, "Honey, it's too late. You got you know, it's past your bedtime and such." And she was very upset that she didn't get to come and see you, me. And uh, Hank and George and Ed and everybody. So, uh, just like you said, my daughter's being raised on this stuff, and she really enjoys it. You know, sure, she's only seven, and I know when she turns thirteen, she's gonna be laughing at me. <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised. My daughter's fourteen, and she'll still play games. It has to be the games she's enjoying, and yeah, she still likes them. But cool. you know, you never know, right? You never know. You never know. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on the show with us, Mr. Kane. Billy Joe Kane, uh, the Defender Champion, freaking A. I can't wait to see you play live. Thank you for coming on with us. And again, oh, we've, been, uh, we've been, I've been working on, uh, working on my tendons after the show that I, or the, uh, the gig that I did. And you never know, I might come, I might try to do something else crazy, but uh, it's all going to be about, uh, you know, Josh and I are trying to make something fun. The first time we did this, uh, the, well, the time that we did this, we raised about a, we raised over a thousand dollars for a charity in Colleen, and we feel that that's really important to you know make these things not about not about me or the people that are playing, but about the people that uh, you know can can get something out of it. And I think it's I think it's important to give back. So um, when we come back and do something crazy or crazier. Um, we'll make sure to let you know, Richie. Thank you so much for having us on. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And thank you again for treating me like such for, with such hospitality when I was in Austin, Texas. Thank you. You better believe it, Richie. Thank you so much. Take care, pal. Okay. Bye-bye. Great guy. And I'm not joking either about his place. His place is, is like a, a 
time warp, a time capsule. It was it was quite intense. Uh, a lot of fun too. That we went there. Uh, Walter played music, of course, and we hung out, and it was a good time. I'm sure if Walter uh, uh, was on the show right now, he he he's second. What a great time we had when we were out there. So somebody's blowing my phone up like crazy. That defender, you know, they have a, a whole community too. It's it, they're it's uh, they're very passionate about it, like the Donkey Kong guys. But they're not nuts like the Donkey Kong guys. They're like, I really enjoyed reading their whole, their whole, the Defender. So there is a Defender oh, website? And, and, uh, like a, a group, you know. The really? Defender Players Community. Yeah, Billy, Billy's in it, and all the top Defender players all over the country. See this? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's probably a, a second to Donkey Kong, I'd say, in, in passionate players who are. All this stuff, I don't, all this stuff yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I got. One more call on the list, and I was saving the best for last. This guy came all the way out here to my arcade, and we filmed for the whole day. We had a really good time. And his movie seems to be really kicking ass in the community of video game documentaries. His name is Rob McCollum, and we're giving him a call now. His movie is called The NES Club. Hello? Is this Rob? This is Richie? This is Richie! Is this Rob? I'm gonna cry. I love it so much. I love you! <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm loving the show. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. The uh the love is the love is around, you know? It's like it's like Christmas time. Everybody's uh all jovial and and we're just having a grand old time celebrating this holiday season and the hobby that we love. And I know Michael, the cure for Christmas. The cure for Christmas. The Festivus. It's a Festivus miracle. So Walter, Festivus for the rest of us. What's going on, man? So I hear that you have a movie coming out. It's a true story, and you know, uh, a lot of us actors had the pleasure of traveling all the way to your cave and interviewing you for a good six hours, probably. Yeah, we we didn't expect to go that. We didn't expect it to be an all-day thing. Well, you just kept giving me good things, and it was good, and it's you know, there's a lot of good chunks in the film. Um, not to give too much away, but you are in the cut right now, Richie, so that's something to look forward to. Woohoo! Um, for, for those of you that don't know, it's called the NES Club. And that's roster that is following one guy around for 30 days as he tries to collect an entire NES library, which is about 700 games, with no online purchases. And when Richie agreed to do an interview with us, not only did we get to have the arcade gamer's perspective about the emergence of the NES console, but we got to have a great conversation with someone who's a master collector and been collecting through the years um, and, and he gave us a lot of great stories about that so that was awesome so thanks again man. Oh no it was my pleasure we had such a good time I can't wait to see the film where are we at? Are we uh, still in the editing stages? Are we uh, going to be seeing something soon? Uh, a lot of people have been asking me. Well we're in the editing stages still there's a couple more interviews we'd like to get uh, a lot of it's budget dependent but we're in the editing stages we're hoping to have the film all tied up for uh, October 2014 or so. We should hopefully have a distribution announcement in the next coming of months. So that's really exciting. And if all goes well, we'll be back in New Jersey to show it on the silver screen there. And of course, we'd love to have you out and anybody else in the area that wants to come see the film. Oh, we'll be supporting it friggin' strong. You know that. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, man. Hell yeah. Is there a website that we could go to? Uh, anyone out there that's listening to that is probably hearing, you know, there may be, there's maybe someone out here that's hearing about it for the first time. Uh, is there a website that yeah, we can yeah. go to? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to nesclubmovie.com, N-E-S-N-E-S, -E -E literally. Clubmovie.com. You can read a little bit of the write-up on the film there. 
There's a trailer for it there, our first one. We hope to have another trailer very soon. Uh, and we're going to be publishing links to all the articles from the major news media that's covered us. So CBS has covered us, NBC has covered us, CBC in Canada has covered us. And we have an upcoming interview with Playboy that I can kind of throw out there. So that should be up there soon, too. Playboy? That's right. Nice. going everywhere, buddy. Nice. That is crazy. All right. I'm jealous now. You, you were jealous when, when, you, when you met me, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speak. But you know what I'm jealous of, Richie? Tell me. The certain arcade cabinet that you have in your plumbing store. Which one? The Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Maybe just a little bit jealous of that creation. You know, for a lot of people out there who think there's some sort of divide between the arcade gamers and the console gamers, you created the perfect peace bridge. And it's represented in that machine, I think. Yes. Does everybody know about this? Maybe you should tell them what you did. Yeah, I, I was going to try to pull it in front for the cameras and everything, but uh, we actually made a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out arcade cabinet, and anybody could come in and bring in their cartridges for the NES and actually play it on a real uh, stand-up arcade machine. i, I got to tell you, ever since I saw it, and we filmed like in mid-October, I've been convincing my wife, slowly but surely, every day to try to have something like that. In our house, it's, it's an uphill battle with there sometimes. Whatever the test, but you know, this is this that would be too perfect to play. Uh, you know, that kind of NES game in, in that style. Yep, yep. I, I, it was fun making it too. I hopefully it makes uh, into the extras or something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I hope so. Well, well, well I want to know because we saw the trailer earlier for King of the Arcades. Mm -hmm. We got a, lot, a whole bunch of other video game documentaries that are coming out. How can we all partner up together for some sort of arcade? video game documentary festival and you'll help that community because you guys are doing something great with this show's big return and you are filming celebrating the collector community as well as the NEX stuff and you guys do awesome things with the con off. We gotta push something with films and I know you're the guy or at least have the crew to do it. That's how can we make that happen? Maybe it's up for your back pocket. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I just happen to be friends with somebody that has a really cool theater, so pretty big. That's a great idea. Film festival. Yeah, right. For video game, I think we're at that point. yeah, I think that would be great. I think uh, I think uh, Walter attempted it back in uh, in Fairfield, but That's it just right. just didn't get legs like it should have. Uh, maybe this time around we could get it and really push it and make it get legs. That's a great idea. I think it would be great. I think it would be great because between all the subject matter that we cover, the cool after party, which is what we're all really interested in, <laughs> all the guests that we could get. You know, it could be a lot, a lot of fun for everybody, and you know, it would expose them to some people and some ideas and some games, of course, that they're not maybe used to. They may even want to try it, and that's what it's about. We're creating this community, so just an idea. That's a great idea. I think that is. I think that is. Well, everybody, go check out the write NES Club. <laughs> write it down. The NES Club movie. Dot com and also too I'm sure that they can find you on Facebook. We're back to 69 yeah, viewers again. Yeah. <laughs> I know I saw that. <laughs> yeah, so everybody check him out on Facebook and of course on his website and check out the uh, check out the movie. And I I can't wait to see it. I'll be there front row at the premiere. I love it. I'll be there right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming on with us, my friend. All right, cheers. Thanks again, Richard. Rob McCollum, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, Sean Tiedemann asked me to mention that uh, there will be more updates the day after Christmas, right around uh, December 26th. He has a whole other thing uh, he's going to release, I guess, uh, another clip of uh, the movie. When the movie is going to be out, I can't really answer that question for you right now. Uh, hopefully really soon. 
Uh, he's been working really hard. He's been working around the, the clock. Uh, that trailer that I just saw, that we just watched just now, uh, I know that he just finished this afternoon. And uh, last time I saw the trailer, I did not see that part with Walter and the, uh, the wiffle ball. So that was all new to me. I thought that part was great when, when Walter... We actually have... I don't know if you guys know this, but we actually have a, a party every year. Yeah. We had, and we had a big wiffle ball game. And we had people out there like Robert Merzak <laughs> playing wiffle ball, yeah. Walter Day playing wiffle ball. Oh, it was crazy to see some of the people actually playing wiffle ball. Gotta get, get that going again. Yeah, Robert Merzak actually is a good wiffle ball player. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's pretty, he's pretty good. It was good. It was good. Well, hopefully you guys like the trailer, and hopefully I'll have some more information that for you. But be looking on thekingofarcades.com right after Christmas. Cool, See, so. it's, it's truly the holiday time. You, you said something nice about Merzak. <laughs> I love Robert Merzak. I got nothing against Robert Merzak. I know. I got nothing against anybody. You know? Nothing at all. Oh, so, I got, I got nothing except against <laughs> nobody except you. There we go. Yeah, there we go. That's the only guy. There we go. I'm oh, anti Frico. That's it. My phone is blowing up. Who is that? I don't know. They're all. Everybody wants to know about the. the the, the elephant in the room. Oh, that's what it is. Oh. I see. The big elephant in the, the room. In the you know, room. do I... Well, you, should, you should tell them about the do elephant Do I address in the, the elephant in the room? Address the elephant in the room. All right, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Where the hell did this elephant come from? <laughs> I can't believe that there was an elephant in my lap the whole time. An effing elephant in the room. Get rid of this thing, will ya? <laughs> it was wearing a reparation. <laughs> anyway. So uh, I think that's it. I think we got. I think we. I think we uh, tackled everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who's this? <laughs> Didn't you? Aren't you the one who just put your phone number on the on the internet? Yep. Didn't anybody ever tell you never put your phone number on the internet? <laughs> How are you, Sam? It's Richie. So we wanted to announce your world record, your Ms. Pac-Man Turbo World Record. Yeah. Wow. And who was there with you? Was that your dad? Uh, my dad came to visit, but he wasn't there to see it. He had been uh, going to a couple places while, while I was off uh, playing games. So, uh, well, I, you know, when I talked to him about the trip, when I, uh, my first Well, we were there for it. I was watching. That was a great, great job. Yeah. And we wanted to close out the show with giving you a congratulations on uh, a great game. And we, you, you came out there to set the record, and you accomplished your goal. You wound up doing it. Yeah, definitely. And you were wearing the centipede gear that I gave you, which made me proud. That's right. Yep. So congratulations, my friend. Thank you. When are we going to see you back out here in Flemington or Bridgewater? For the Battle of the Arcades, right? I've been trying to work on that with Steve Wagner as a uh, like a Friday and Saturday trip since your arcades are open from 6 to 9 or 6 to 10 at both places. But I didn't want to have to drive there and then drive back and then go up the next day, drive up to your place, and then drive home again. So I've been trying to talk to Steve Wagner about uh, sleeping over at his place on a Friday night, but uh, he's been 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we'd love to see you again, and we're very proud of your accomplishment at the uh, with the uh, Ms. Pac-Man Turbo. That was great. Yeah, you pressed us off. Uh, thank you. I never, I never thought it would ever happen. And you know, Billy Mitchell, when he, when he told me to, when he told me to stand up on the stool, I looked down at the stool. Part of the rungs was taped on, and there was a rung missing. <laughs> you know, when he said, "What are you afraid of heights?" I, my I don't know. Where are you going to fall? At that moment, it was Billy Mitchell, and I thought, I can't turn this down. <laughs> I, was afraid, I was afraid that the stool was just going to fall apart. <laughs> I was going to fall on top of it, so I was more concerned about safety than I was down. Uh, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it was that moment, and I just ran with it. Good. We're glad. Congratulations, my friend. All right. All right, thank you. I can't wait for the Battle of the Arcade 3. You know, I'm still in threat with it, and I know you guys have been working on it. I just love the yeah, well, we got we have eight out of the twelve games confirmed because each of, each team is picking four games. We're just waiting on the Midwest to confirm their last four picks. Question: um, Why are we replaying some of the games? I thought it was going to be every year. It was going to be twelve games that weren't. Yeah, thank Ken House. Direct all <laughs> negativity to Ken House. Why do we got to play Mappy? Jeez. <laughs> I'm so done. I'm so me too. I'm so done with that game. No more Pac-Man. No more, no more Pac-Man, especially Turbo. Hey Richie, what was his final score? What was your final score, Sam? Uh, 947 380. 947 380. I was on pace. I had a near million point pace, and well, if I had gotten any of the close. Yeah, there were no kill screens in that. You're so close to a million. The game screwed me like it usually does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was great. I was watching. I was right there. Good job. All right, I'm tired. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. He hung up. <laughs> Take care, Sam. Yeah. Well, that was a good show. That was a great show. I think that was a good show. We got everybody in. Can you believe this list? Santa's list? The only thing I didn't mention was I got a new arcade in Bridgewater. I didn't mention that. We have a Bridgewater arcade. It's a... Uh, over right over by the Bridgewater Mall. I didn't mention that. Uh, everything else we got, we tackled it all. Look at that. I want to thank everybody for coming in and being part of our studio audience and having fun and uh, really, really making this easy and kept the energy level going the whole time. And I'm sure we're going to do it again. I don't know when we're going to do another show, but we're going to have to rely on guys like Josh and. Data God and George. And I think we can come up. With we got to come up with more guests because we really we shot our uh, our we expended our we shot our wad. All right, I said. All right. 